Welcome to the Business Networking Show, brought to you by your partnerships. Here is your host, Lee Randall Pybus. On the show today, I have someone who I've had the pleasure of knowing for a good couple of years now. A great businessman, great personality, and his name is Mr. Paul Woolgar. Welcome to the show, and tell us about your business, sir. What a lovely introduction. I, I, I just hope I can live up to that, my friend. Um, <laughs> so, no. So, yeah, my, my name's Paul Gart, and I am uh, an independent financial planner. Um, I provide in, independent uh, investment advice, really. So I, I started out um, being affiliated with um, a large company and uh, decided, I think, quite quickly that that wasn't the way for me that I, I wanted to be independent and um, and do things my own way. And um, and so that's what I've done. And um, so that in co- combination actually with, with networkings um, really opened things up and um, has just been great um, for business and, and sort of doing things my own way um, to an extent, don't get me wrong, I'm not, I'm not going absolutely crazy um it really has it, it you know fits in with my personality and how i like to give advice um and i just try to help people um realize their financial goals um with a particular um i guess emphasis on on pensions um mm. i'm a bit of a pensions nerd um which i sort of generally say in hushed tones but i do like them so <laughs> I think they're a good thing. Um, but obviously, like lockdown and, and all, you know, all that's going on at the moment, at first it was quite challenging, I guess, in that, you know, normally somebody comes to you for financial advice or to talk about their pension or, or whatever. And, you know, you get in the car and you drive to them and, you know, you could be driving an hour, an hour and a half and they make you a cup of tea and, mm. and that's how you do it. And... That's all changed. Um, and I actually think it's not that the pandemic is a positive thing. It's not. It's terrible. But actually, it's moved things on. I don't know if you find that the same way yeah. with just networking. Like we, we've we've been, you know, business businesses sometimes have to be dragged kicking and screaming to yeah. change, even if it's for the better. They don't know people don't like change. And um it's just speeded up the process and people sort of gone, why didn't we do this years ago? Yeah, absolutely. I completely agree with you. It's almost as if this has been, I mean, it's not, but it's almost as if it's been put in place to make us evolve. If you see what I mean. Oh, that's now that's an interesting thought, but yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, and, it, and it's interesting because change, change isn't bad. Change is, is, is generally for the better. Now, mm-hmm. I guess what, what, starts that change may not necessarily be a good thing which is um which is you know what we're seeing at the moment um but i think it's great particularly someone like me who um i'm quite informal um i used to be as you may know i i used to be a barrister that's how i started out um and worked my way into finance um i was a barrister i ended up doing a lot of trust and and finance courtroom work Oh, tell us, um, tell us about that, Paul. Come on, tell us how that how that used to go. That's interesting. Well, 
well the 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 courtroom stuff is it the it's actually the early criminal stuff actually which is probably more interesting yeah but yeah you but but you end up um but i ended up yeah doing a lot of um a lot of financial uh litigation trust litigation and that sort of thing um and i practiced for most of my career in bermuda um but now i'm i live just outside of torquay what can i i preferred the english riviera you know um, but um, that's I sort of came into finance that way. Um, and I actually had ended up um, as the MD of a, a trust and investment company in Bermuda. That's how I sort of finished up in Bermuda once I hung up, hung up my wig and gown. And um, I've still got it, by the way, you know, like for the right price, for the right price. Anybody wants a wig and a gown, they, you know, they can have it. Uh, but I, I sort of came into it from that angle. And that's how I got sort of a, a love of finance and an interest in finance and, and you know, all the things at play there. Um, that and, and the fact that I guess, like a lot of people, when I was younger, uh, I didn't exactly pay a massive amount of attention to finances and planning for retirement and that sort of thing. Um, and because that sort of, I guess, gave me peace of mind being able to sort out you know retirement um i want to give that to other people um and it sounds like a really cheesy line i know it sounds like a really cheesy line but if there's one thing that i sell or want to sell it's peace of mind um i you know the idea of people knowing that they've done what they can to set themselves up for their retirement or to leave a nest egg to their children, um, that sort of thing is what I'm really passionate about. It's just giving people that peace of mind. Yeah, because so, you're right. When when you're young, you, you, who thinks about that sort of thing? Not many. Oh, you know, look, I, yes, you look back to what you do when you're, I guess, it, or I did in my 20s and think, really, did I need that? <laughs> so yeah but um that's just life and you get a little bit older and um and and retirement gets closer and closer absolutely um, absolutely good news is it's never too late that's yeah. the good news that's i do like that phrase it's never too late it what is, i what i do love is the fact that you've come on here and you've told everybody you're a pension nerd i've never actually come across that phrase before um but, but it's aside... a bit sad <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. Not at all, Paul. Uh, so aside from that, do you offer any other financial services to clients? Yeah. So um, obviously, you know, do the general pensions and investments, but also protection. Mm -hmm. So that would cover, say, life insurance, um, income protection, which is, you know, obviously very important for particularly for people that are self-employed or have small businesses. So I do that sort of things. Um, also um, mortgages even. Um, so it, it really is quite a wide scope of what we do, um, but sort of, I guess, generally anything that um, would be considered, you know, in the re in the realm of finance or protection, um, you know, whether that's mortgages and borrowing as well. Mm -hmm. So, and we even, you know, even do um, sort of uh, estate matters as well. We're, we're we're fully set up to do that. So. Um, wills always very important yep. um powers of attorney um very important these days in particular um good that there's an emphasis on those uh right now 
So yeah. people understanding that that's something you need to sort of look into. But um, it's a pretty broad spectrum that um, that we do. Um, I, actually, I, I should say, because I, you know, he's conspicuous by his absence. But but um, I actually work through a company called um, Simon Corandi Limited, and, and Simon, who is um, grew up in the area. Um, I, I work through um, through that company, so it's an independent financial planning company, and um, we, um, you know, we we cover the southwest in particular, mm-hmm. all the way down to um, to Land's End. Um, although I'm I'm still waiting to quite go that far, but you know, if they want us, we're there. Um, but um, we, you know, particular emphasis on the southwest, but um, you know, pretty much anywhere we needed, and. Um, you know this emphasis now on having meetings via zoom or yeah. however um other video conferencing software is available um just a little <laughs> bbc disclaimer there um that's made things a lot easier and has and has opened things up quite a lot and um i've met some great people um even just networking met some fantastic people just you know from from um, doing the video conferencing absolutely you can work with this now you can work with anybody anywhere yeah, yeah. Um, just, just you know, getting off the the topic of, of of myself slightly. You know, I was talking the other day on a one to one with um, a chap in India, living. Yeah, um, living, living, Brandis, living, Brandis. What a legend! And you know, he's all the way over in India, and um, you know, you're talking to him, and you can hear you can hear the um, the traffic in the street outside everyone beeping their <laughs> horns because he's in the middle of, you know he's in the town center in in, in india it's just fantastic how yeah. video conferencing and zoom and that sort of thing has opened up advice and, and just meeting people in general yeah it has brought the world together yeah definitely definitely do you specialize in certain types of clients or is it just a wide range everybody it's a, I mean, no, it, you know, it's a wide range um, of people, um, you know, they, they do have to be UK based. Um, but other than that, it is a wide range. Um, if I was to sort of say um, a group of people who I think could, you know, particularly make use of my services, it would be um, small business owners. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the reason for that is because of the nature of small business and entrepreneurship and the sacrifices you make, they tend to be people who haven't necessarily made sure that they're stashing money away. Um, and then that's completely natural. You know, people are trying to build a business up. And, and so what we try and do is, 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 is show them how they can, you know, still build their business up, run their business, uh, but prepare themselves for retirement and, and just for their future in general. Mm. But if small business owners um, tend to be ones that possibly haven't put enough away or, yeah. or haven't looked at their pensions in a long time, which you know a lot of people fall into that category. Absolutely. So if someone comes to you, so a new client comes along, um, what's what's the process? So what information do you sort of take to evaluate their financial position? Um, so I, it's, it's a very thorough process, but it's also um, quite laid back. I, you know, so I would have a have a meeting, much like you know a conversation that we're having now, and just have a conversation with them and get an idea of uh, you know of what they like, what they're trying to do. 
their financial circumstances. And we would also take a very thorough, and we call it a client fact find. And it's essentially um, details of everything about them. Um, obviously not DNA profile or anything like that, but you know, um, it's a lot of detail. Um, so we'd look at their financial circumstances, their life circumstances. Are they married? Do they have kids? Um, what do they ultimately want? What are they trying to achieve? Are they, are they trying to build up a, a nest egg that they have access to right now? Or are they trying to build up so that they can retire when they're 60 or 55? Um, that sort of thing. So it is really a process of, of getting to know the client. Um, and a big part of that um, that I do um, is called risk profiling. And so that's essentially um, having the client answer certain questions. Um, and what that does is it gives me an idea of how much risk in terms of investments they're prepared to take, but not just what they're prepared to take, but how, how much they can afford to take. So that, which is a difference. You, you could have somebody, for instance, with sort of a risk profile that says, yeah, they're, you know, when they want to go all guns blazing, they want to be high risk and what have you. But actually when you dig down deeper, although that's what they're, would like to do in actual fact they don't have the capacity to take that much risk mm -hmm. the, the downside of taking that risk um, would not be appropriate for them so there's two sides to risk profiling um, so the capacity but also just the general attitude and once we've got this idea of the appropriate level of risk we then uh, create an investment plan whether that's investment, whether that's just general investment or pensions or whatever, we create it around uh, that risk profile to do something that A, is going to get them hopefully what they want, but do so in a way uh, that doesn't keep them awake at night. Because um, <laughs> yeah. it's really important. It is really important that people don't, um, don't have investments in things that are too high risk for them to be comfortable. Um, yeah, it does happen and people it happens and people don't even realize it um you know I, I, we see quite a lot of people where um where they've sort of seen a hot tip on the internet um and they've gone and they've transferred you know all their savings into this and it's it's gone badly wrong um and that does happen and um, so the the internet is a bit of a double-edged sword okay i think in the You've got this massive access to information, um, but also it makes people think perhaps that they're more comfortable or more expert in an area that they're not. And that's not just investments; that could be anything. Um, you know, you yeah. know. In, in, in my case, in my case, the internet has has convinced me that I'm a lot more knowledgeable about how to fix my bike than I really am. <laughs> That, you know, that's a crude example, but that's sort of what you get with investments. Um, there was quite a, I won't name the fund, but there was um, a well-known fund um, that, that um, hit problems about a year to 18 months ago. And a lot of people got into this fund by just seeing stuff on websites. Um, you know, it was one of the top rated funds and what have you. 
Um, but actually, a lot of the people that bought into this fund because it had, had you know, these crazy, you know, these great returns didn't appreciate that it was a high risk fund. Right. So although it had been doing gangbusters, um, the downside was quite bad. But they'd seen it on the internet. And so that's the sort of thing. Um, it's um, it's trying to steer people in the right direction and, yeah. and, and do what is co comfortable with, but also giving them the right advice so that yeah. they know if something's not appropriate, why. So important. The internet is such a wonderful thing, but it can be good, it can be bad, but you can't beat that expert advice. And, and interestingly, how you... You know, to, when you say how you take people through that that journey, the client, you know, onboarding process and everything. And I've spoken to so many different business owners from different businesses on this podcast, and and each one equates to the same thing. It's all about just building that relationship. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And it is. It's it's it it should hopefully be a long term relationship. I want, you know, for me for my clients, I want them to feel that they can just pick the phone up to me. That, that I'm, you know, that they can ask me a, a, a question and, you know, I'm not going to send them a bill. Oh, that's not how we charge. Um, you know, I want them to be comfortable enough. I want to know when their birthdays are and, you know, when they've got big, you know, we can help them if they're having, you know, if they're planning for children and they need to save for that. Um, you know, that's the sort of thing we can help them with. So really knowing the clients and properly knowing them, not just, you know, uh, something in a in a database is really important and it's really important to me yeah absolutely well at the time of recording this for the listeners it's uh, february 2021 so we are 11 months into a pandemic how how has it affected this type of business have you seen a lot of differences in uh, the way people are with their finances um so it's interesting so one big way it's affected people is I think people have had more time to, you know, they're spending more time at home and they are looking at their finances more. It's focused them on that for a variety of reasons. So it's focused them in terms of, of that. But a big thing that's happened as well, particularly with furlough and that sort of thing, is people have realised how precious and fragile our lifestyles are mm. that you know you can be going along having you know in a particular trade doing brilliantly and then this happens you know this i'm waving my <laughs> arms around going whatever whatever this pandemic you know we're in um, this happens and everything changes and it's out of your control and i think that's really focused people in terms of of, of being more careful um that, that there are the, the statistics that show that um a lot of people have, have have started putting money away during the pandemic which is a good thing yeah because um we weren't great savers previously <laughs> um but but i think yeah if there's one thing well the one big takeaway is people have, have realized how fragile their lifestyles are um which isn't a nice thing to say but but i think it's the truth Absolutely. And, and in this industry is, is because you look at other industries like you know, marketing, social media, things like that, and it, it, it's all evolving all the time. There's, there's yeah. different resources. Is this an industry that evolves all the time with different financial resources? Oh, hugely. Yeah. 
it's always evolving. Um, you know, fund providers, pension providers are always trying to come up with better products, uh, better platforms. Um, there's a big emphasis now on uh, socially responsible investing, green investing, environmentally um, friendly investing. That's really moved on. Uh, and, and that's a particular area at the moment that's really developing because more and more people are interested in it. They don't want to invest in perhaps oil companies, that sort of thing. Um, it really is changing very quickly. Uh, costs are coming down, which is a good thing. Um, and just just the, the products and what is available is becoming more customer focused. It used to be I guess back in the bad old days, and I'm not pretending I was around in the bad old days. I wasn't, um, but but it was you know it was it was a bit like it was a bit like the old fashioned banking industry. You got what you got what they gave you. There wasn't a lot of choice, particularly if if you were just sort of you know an ordinary person on an ordinary salary. You weren't super rich. Um, it's becoming more customer focused in terms of choice, and that's that's going very quickly and developing very quickly which is a good thing yeah absolutely well thanks very much paul for this a uh, bit more in-depth knowledge into your business and how it all operates so if, if people want to get hold of paul the pension nerd uh, how do they do that well i'm on linkedin so if you if you look me up on my name paul woolgar w-o-o-l-g-a-r uh, i'm on linkedin uh, but also and uh, facebook as well if you search for me on there um, other than that, I'll, I can give you my email, which is uh, paul at karandi.co.uk. So that's K-A-R-A-N-D-E dot co dot UK. Um, and um, also, if, you, if you're on the LinkedIn page or the Facebook page, all the contact details are on there. Um, I am perfectly willing to just have very general chats with people, just point them in the right direction, um, you know, not, not to charge people for that. Um, I'm more than happy to just have very general conversations and uh, hopefully I can help people out and um, yeah, and, and, and that's it. It doesn't have to, doesn't have to be a, a formal situation or a proper sit down. Fantastic. Thanks very much, Paul. No, thank you very much. Thank you for listening to the Business Networking Show, brought to you by Your Partnerships. Check out all our upcoming networking events at yourpartnerships.co.uk.